0: Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today.
1: So good to see you all here. Woo-hoo. How's everyone doing? It was really cool having Steve McCracken here last week. Yeah. Wasn't that just refreshing? Having someone stand up while they preach. <laughs> no, I, I'm enjoying this because you're sitting at your coffee tables. And we're sitting here with our coffee table, with our rooibos. Oh, Red bush. Who, who's tried rooibos? Yes. Not just the South Africans. You go on. <laughs> you know, that as soon as they're weaned, oh, probably before that. It's true, isn't it? Straight onto rooibos. It's beautiful stuff. Is that healthy? So healthy for you. Good. Full of antioxidants. Yeah. We're... Adrian and I were talking during the week and we want to predominantly speak out of Matthew 13 today. So oh, if you've yeah. got your Bibles.
0: Matthew Matthew 13. But
1: yeah, can I start with something else? Yeah, first? The first um, memory verse I ever, rem- like I knew I had other memory verses, but this is the first one that I really, I um, instilled in my life and it's Psalm 1. And I, I just, it's a lot, it's not, you know, just a, a little short one. Um, a scripture, but it, it, I memorised the whole lot. And I, and I remember I was so proud of myself when I did because I, I remembered it and I could do it verbatim, you know, for the words in it. Yeah. But then God took me on a journey of what it actually meant and what I, what I was speaking, the, the profoundness of it. Blessed is a man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on that law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither, and everything he does prospers. Oh, I just love that. I'm going to stop there because it it, it just but it goes on to say, but not so the wicked. <laughs> We don't even want to focus on that p- part of it. I want to focus on the righteous here, because, but it gives us that example so that we know if we've got stuff that's been blown away in our life, because we've, we've, it talks about it, not so the wicked, they're like chaff that the wind blows away. If you've got stuff that's getting blown out of your life at the moment or stuff that's being blown up in your life at the moment, that means there's an opportunity for you to uproot that thing. Wow. It's an opportunity for you to apply your faith and speak to that mountain and tell it to get out of the road, to uproot that thing from your life and um, because we have authority through the power of the word of God. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. That's the word. That's the Logos and, and everything that encompasses. Last week we learned about Logos and Rhema. The Rhema word is, the, is a revelation of the, word, the Logos word of God. Logos is Jesus Logos is the Word that is written, but Rhema is inspiration that comes through the Holy Spirit, either spoken by God and angels in um, prophecies and stuff like that. But now we have His Holy Spirit. If you look in John five, I think it no John fifteen. Um, I'm, my photographic memory, you know. <laughs> I'm glad you've got the joke in that. Um, I think it's John 15 where Jesus said, if I am the true vine and you are the branches, you know, if you remain in me and I remain in you, I've got to look it up now to make sure that is where it is. Is that right? Oh, good. Thank you, Father God. Your word have I hid in my heart. But um, John 15, and it, and it says that if, if we allow his word to remain in us, we'll produce good fruit. You know, and, and that it's about that, having that word in our life. He is the word and that it brings life to us. It brings energy to us. We're, we're engrafted into the vine of Jesus. He was using that example because back then they, that, they lived their life around, around um, horticulture. Not, we live our life around the supermarket now. Where does that stuff come from? Out of plastic. Yeah meditates meditates may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart this word meditate here um, actually meant that well the the word meditate right through scripture means these things it means to ponder to muse think to devise to use it to apply okay to devise with it it means to utter so it's not just thinking things It's speaking things. It's to bring an utter. You know what that means, an utterance. It's an old-fashioned word. But mutter. It means to mutter, to continually keep speaking it. Not just to utter, but to mutter, to keep on saying it and keep on saying it and to speak it and to proclaim it. It means to growl and it means to roar. This is all in meditation. He who meditates on it day and night, mutters, utters, growls, roars it out. Sometimes we've got to roar out the word of God in our life, over our own existence, over our own mind. I know there's times when when my circumstances, my body, my thoughts had not been in alignment with the Word of God and I couldn't trust my feelings, I can't trust. So many of us think, yeah, yeah, the Word of God, it, you know, it's a good thing when it lines up with how I'm feeling or when it lines up with the way that I'm going. But what happens when what we're experiencing is totally the word of God, no, it doesn't line up with that, then we. what do we do? Where is our value system? Where is the bedrock of our life when that happens? So you've got to roar it out. You've got to say, no, emotions. This isn't against me. God is for me. And if God is for me, who can be against me? And it was a long time ago, someone made a comment in my life. And he said, Stephen, you don't make decisions without having a scripture. And I'm like, what? Yes, I do. And he goes, no, you don't. And I realised that, and and I'm glad he said that because then I started, even more so in my life. I I realised I wouldn't allow my emotions to to control me. I'd have to say because Kylie would attest to this. So many times I'll start to rain blows down on a situation, then I realise I'm totally out of order here. This is my opinion. My opinion means nothing. My opinion is garbage. (laughs) It has to be the Word of God that I'm uttering and muttering and not just my opinion. So it means when Steve said last week, get a love for the Word of God again. And you might say, oh, but I read the Word every morning. No, but what are you doing with it? Are you just reading it and writing it, journaling it, and then that goes away? Or are you continually realigning, readjusting, reaffirming, It in your life from there on. And Matthew 13 talks about the seed going out. This is the word of God going into our life. So with that in mind,
0: over to you. (laughs) Excellent. It's been handballed. Um, So Matthew 13, I don't don't know if you guys remember it, um, but it's about the sowing of the, well, you just said that, sowing of seeds. And it's about there's a farmer that went out to sow seeds. And as he cast some seeds... Uh, I mean, actually, Matthew 13's got a lot of different parables it, in it. It has. Just it really has. one seed, but this is where we started. Um, uh, so as he cast out some his seed, some fell on the beaten path, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell into gravel that had no topsoil. The seeds quickly shot up, but in the da- as the days grew hot, the sprouts were scorched and withered because they had insufficient roots. Other mm-hmm. seeds fell among the thorns and the weeds, so that when the seeds sprouted, so did the weeds, I'm saying seeds or weeds. That's that's very similar. That's our English for you. Uh, so crowded. So they crowded out the good plants. But other seeds fell on good, rich soil, which kept producing a good harvest. Some yielded 30, some 60, and some even 100 times as much as it, as he had planted. Jesus said, if you're able to understand this, then you need to respond. Mm. I was reading for the Passion Translation there. Um, but Jesus is is throwing out some seed there at the at the time oh yeah of, of god's word and and whoever wants to listen and i i love reading through that because he's, he says um the parables say parables the disciples say why do you speak in these stories like tell, oh, can you tell us what this uh, is very good what, what does it mean and he goes you've got you're blessed because you get to be around me and you get to you get the you're understanding these things yeah these guys don't yeah yeah and, um, and I'm going to give it to them in a story because I want to know if they really are looking for it. Yep. Because if you're looking for it, you'll find it. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's saying that I'll tell them in story and we'll see, like, whoever, if you're able to understand this, yeah, he, he who has an ear. Let yeah, him
1: th- this is the part. Like, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, verse 11, has been given to you but not to them. And you would say, oh, that's unfair it is. It seems really unfair. But what he's saying is that the the secret things, the mysteries, the secret counsel of God isn't just for everyone, because what happens to us when we we hear a, a, um, a mystery from God or a secret from God or an actual key of the kingdom of heaven, we then make a religious process about it. If we aren't refined by love and operating in love and operating in faith, and operating in hope, what we do is we produce a religious process about it, and then we stand on that religious process instead of operating in the freedom of what that God's counsel is actually meant to do in our life. And so what Jesus is saying is, you've had it revealed to you because you are called for this, you are going to reveal this to them later on. Um, But because if... Here's an example of what's unfair in verse 12. Whoever has will be given more and will have an abundance, but whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him. If you hear that, you'll go, oh, oh this Christianity thing, this Jesus thing, he's actually, that's, that's wrong. No, 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 no. This is a secret of the kingdom of heaven that we need understanding yeah. and leaning in because it, it, immediately that offends me. Immediately, that's I go, why is God holding back from some people and giving it to to others? Shouldn't it be made known to everyone? No, there are some people that just willy-nilly make them puff themselves up and with pride go out and start condemning other people for what they're doing. Because this is what we do when we get a revelation in our life. We start pointing at other people and saying, they're not doing that. They're not doing that when it's actually about a transformation in our life, which God is requiring for us to refine ourselves. And this is why we're using this verse, because last week, Steve was talking about having an ear to hear. We did a whole session on Saturday about tuning our ear into the Holy Spirit again and, and listening to the Holy Spirit. Who got words for people? On at the soak night, I, I, I was wanting to move, and I just thought the Holy Spirit just says, No, 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 you just sit back and worship me, you just soak here. I want to release people to, to just oh, wow. to speak and to, to do that. And um, so, we he goes on to say, You will, he's talking about this prophecy through Isaiah, and he says. Um, you'll be ever hearing but never understanding, you'll be ever seeing but never perceiving, for this people's hearts has become calloused, they hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes, otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them, I would make them whole, I would save them sozo, whole, complete, healed. That word um, understand there means to, to bring together, to align, to allow it, to infiltrate. It doesn't just mean to get it. Oh, I've heard that. Oh, I can, I can quote Psalm 1 and I, can, I know Psalm 1. No, no, to be intimate, to let it entwine into your life, to beca- let it to become an intimate, living, brief. The word of the word, the word of God is alive. It is powerful. It is breath to us. It means to align with salvation. It means to make it join with us, body, soul, spirit, all together, to understand, which is really powerful because when you look at what the, what the, um, this is the proverb, that's what it is. The, no, what am I talking about? The parable. Oh, I used up too many words then. I'm a man. I've only got limited words. So you think. The parable, yeah, but that word knowledge there to to understand, to understand is very pertinent to this whole thing, because it's about the seed being the word of God and understanding
0: the word of God. Oh, so pretty cool. And can I just say, like, this we spoke about this on Tuesday, um, but since then we've been reading that, right? Just reading Matthew yeah. 14 and have a look through it. I've, I've read the whole chapter through a few times, and and the richness of God's word, um, just, <laughs> it just talk, like you talk about good soil, that's good soil. Like that's that's good. It's just it's just good. It's like dipping into something that you enjoy, like good rich honey or if you yeah, like honey or honey. whatever it might be, Maple syrup. Um, uh, I don't know why is it? Different? We're fasting at the moment. Sorry, yeah, that's why. I'm, I'm, sorry, my brain. Thing. But um. It's God's word is so rich, so I encourage you. If you if you're sitting here thinking, oh yeah, but you guys have, you guys have got it right, <laughs> and you you're there, because that's what we are. We're, <laughs> no. We're there. No, not at all. Where is there? It's just we've been reading the the verse before. You guys have had a chance to really sit down and digest it. So, can you do that this week? Yes. Just, just read it. Just yeah. And that idea of intertwining, it's almost it's digesting, isn't it? Mm. It's actually chewing it over, and and allowing. I mean, we're 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 human too, all right. So we're we're going to mess up. And we're going to make mistakes. I, I'm talking about me, actually. Maybe not you. Do we have to
1: put this caveat on every week? Oh, we yeah. are. Like, my goodness. Sorry.
0: Let's let's just add it all the time. But but look, God's word is so good and it's so rich. Yeah. And I, I love it. What you said there—that I would um in the passion it says that if you they would open their ears to hear and open their minds to understand then they would turn to me and let me instantly heal them. Ooh. So that the whole idea, you know, he said it's not fair. Yeah. The door is still open for yeah. anyone. <laughs> the door is open for anyone who wants to open up their mind and their eyes and hear and understand. It's open for you. It's available for anyone. Sally said something really cool about um, what's the worst thing that could happen. Uh, I think she was talking about sharing what the Holy Spirit gives you. She said the worst thing that would happen, actually, she sort of stopped herself and said, "The worst thing is not knowing Jesus at all. Yeah. The worst thing is not not actually having it revealed to you that Jesus is yeah, your savior yeah. and that you are, you have a family to be a part of and a kingdom to be a part of and, and a life to to live that is rich and full and not just scrambling after scraps." So sorry, get get on track, Adrian. Um, I I like the the different paths that the seed is sown on. Yep. Um, the first person hears but doesn't understand. Mm. uh and, and Jesus talks about this later in in the in the chapter he in says 19. That, um yeah. excellent 19. um that you hear but don't understand and it's it's like they're not open or teachable the seed gets stolen yeah it gets stolen and I've seen that I don't know if you've seen that in people's lives that they get spoke or you you might say something that's that's got wisdom to it and it might even be a scripture that you're not saying it's a scripture or whatever in there like yeah okay and and the seed doesn't doesn't get a chance to germinate, doesn't get a chance yeah. to, to go in, it's gone. Um, the next person, they hear and they receive it, so they're taking it in. This is almost like steps. Yeah, It's good about thinking and understanding the word because we can look at this and go, oh, that's just what Jesus is saying. But there's more to it than that. So it's, I actually saw this as a... As a as a matter of steps, because we're all different in our in our lives and all different in our our processes and the way Ooh. we receive things. So this next one is is he hears he she hears and receives. They receive it gladly. Yeah, with joy. But then a trouble comes, and it says shortly after yeah. troubles come because of the word they received. And now we say that to people who are getting baptised and stuff. Say so once you're baptised it's okay if stuff starts going wrong in your life because you may receive something, you're receiving something good in your life, something, yep. something precious and special. You, you may find that this next week or next month might get a bit crazy for you, but don't let yep. the troubles because of that word then, then choke it out because it says yep. here that um, shortly after trouble comes because of the message and they fall away, the truth didn't get to sink deeply enough into their heart. Since they had no root,
1: it says in 21 no in NIV. No roots didn't allow that to, to be entwined, didn't allow the roots to go deep into you know to, to get nourishment, which yeah. is that whole um, John 15, you know, if you if you remain in me and I in you, if you and if my word remains in you, then whatever you ask, you will receive. That's where and it's talking about fruit, which is go goes on to. To be what this is all about. Yep. It's about producing fruit. But yeah. I just want to, I just feel by whole, led by the Holy Spirit. Who likes things to be fair? Oh, come on. Who likes things to be fair? Yes. Yes, I do. Who likes the workplace to be fair? Help. Who likes home life to be fair? Yes. Who likes relationships to be fair? School to be fair? Yeah. The you know, your I don't know, decisions made, fairly decisions fairly made on made your behalf and for you or about you to be fair. Yep. What is fair? Oh, is it when we get what we want? That's usually what fair means to me. <laughs> it means that That's I true. get what I want. That's true. And people all hear me, and then either uh, take part of what I I say and say yes, you know, and acknowledge it. it it's the worst thing when you're not heard. Wow. That's that just seems like it's so unfair. And and I, I just want to let you know. That um, don't let that oh, taint your hope. Don't let that affect the word that God has placed. Don't let it affect the soil of your life in receiving the word that God has for you. God is the Word, and the Word speaks.
0: Oh, I was a bit S- slow on that sorry. You're a bit slow. <laughs> yes, that was last week, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: It's a bit retarded on that. That's such a hard word, isn't it? But that's exactly what it means. Delayed. Yeah, delayed, retarded, yeah. Um, He's my brother. I always (laughs) do that. But do you understand that, that allowing the the person who doesn't, you know, who receives the seed and and who does not understand it, the root doesn't go down, doesn't get the root. They're, They're not actually allowing it. to to permeate their life. They're not even thinking about it. It immediately just hits a rocky spot and then it says the birds of the air come and steal it. So it just gets snapped up um, by things. The second one is on the rocky path. They don't take the roots. And because of the persecution that comes because of the word. Now, remember, it was a couple of weeks ago um, and I I just made the statement how in Matthew 7, Jesus finishes up by saying, you know, and when, if you put my words into practice, you're a wise builder. And when the rains come and the storms come, you're, it won't be knocked over. And I always think, oh, that's the rain of evil. That's the rain of this system of this world. This That's demonic rain. That's the winds of trouble and contamination and everything like that. That's the bad stuff. Well, here it's saying, when trouble or persecution comes because of the Word, the the Word of God. So in in Scripture, it says, as rain falls and snow falls, this is talking about water, as rains fall, so is my Word. And it also says, you know, as my breath goes out, my Word goes out. You know you can't actually speak without breath going out, can you, Leon? No. You ever tried it? There's a lot of things that I've, I've actually thought about and gone, You know, you you can't swallow without your tongue sticking to your roof of your mouth. And there's a whole story of why I discovered that one (laughs) to do with oysters and getting stuck halfway down the throat and in my mouth because my tongue was pinned to the, oh. But you breathe. When the wind blows, the word comes, there's a breath of God that comes with it. That, um, that those winds blow, your house isn't knocked down. And you might go, oh, God's not going to knock down my house. No, but everything that will be shaken, that can be shaken, will be shaken. Okay. That's what the Word of God says, because he wants to get the chaff out of our life. He wants to get the wool, hay and stubble out of our life. Yeah. And he wants us to be reliant, intertwined, rooted deeply in the in the Word of God
0: so that we're strong, so that we produce fruit. Oh. So... so Sorry, we're we going to. Yeah, no, keep. Excellent. F- I'm going to interrupt you there. But no, I'm not. Intru- I'm t- along that, the, the last person, uh, re- the last step he receives it, um, but the earth has got other seeds in it. Yeah. So, like the seed of that the guy is sowing is, gets sown. Oh, that hurt. Um, but there's other seeds there in the soil. And so, when when the. Tr- it actually says life's busy distractions. Mm. Um, when his heart was divided, or when. Uh, there's ambition for wealth or self-reliance, right? Yeah. Suffocate or fairness. Your desire for fairness. Yeah, yeah. Other weeds grow up alongside this, along the word of God. So God's word's growing, but there's other things growing as well. And, and it chokes it out. It doesn't say it dies. It doesn't say it stops growing. It just says that it's not fruitful. Yeah, because it chokes it out. It doesn't get doesn't get fruitful. Its roots are
1: deep. Its roots are they are actually having to come. Um, fight, compete, Compete, thank you, fight with everything else. What it says here is the worries of life and the deceitfulness of wealth. Oh, who wants to be wealthy? I do. But there's a deceitfulness that comes with wealth because the love of money, not money, the love of money. People say, oh, money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. It's the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, Scripture says. So, we can get all these things, the worries of life, and the, and if we look at the worries of life, the pattern of this world is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. These are all things to do with fairness.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> It's all to do with fairness. Well, I desire that. I want that. Look what I have done. It's all to do with Fairness in our life, what we think, and it's all based on that. But we don't want fairness. I tell you now, we don't want things to be fair. We want them to be shining bright, not as in fair, just as in air. We want things to be just. Yes, God is just. just. Yep. We want justice in our life. That's why I'm so challenged. Where God says, you know, um, don't take revenge, but leave wrath for God. Let leave room for God's wrath. So there's many times when I'm like oh I want to get back at that person I want to I'm just going to say or do this to you know expose this or I don't know what you know what I'm saying it's manipulated a little just just make it fair <laughs> and then God says no 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 vengeance is mine leave room for my wrath because whatever we sow we reap. If I start sowing, I'm going to have my say. I'm going to bring the, And I remember that growing up and this woman, she used to say, oh, I'll tell you the truth. You know, I'll speak the truth. And, and I, that's true. Any one of us can speak the truth to somebody else or the facts about someone else. But it's meant to be speak the truth in love. It has to be always conditioned by love. And remember, We are called to live in love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Get that scripture into you because it will change your life. If you get that word into you, every time you go to speak, you realise, oh, this is unkind. I haven't been patient. This is dishonouring. Love does not dishonour others. Oh, you did that. Oh, that's a record of wrongs. I can't hold that. I don't know how many times I've I've gone to speak those words and I realise I'm not operating in love. And and it is. It's that, but it's that allowing it to intertwine and the understand, which is what this I, I make it sound like I know what I'm doing. I don't. I just on a daily basis allow the word of God to have its way in my life. Because if I don't, I will just I will slowly just start going off on my own little tangent. And I don't want to do that. I want to live a life that is governed and led by the spirit. Wow. And that is a daily putting to death that is a daily taking up the cross that is a daily thing that we're called to do
0: that's cool because of the last person um, hears and receives so this last one hears receives and fully embraces the seeds that are given to the word that God speaks and and they harvest 30 60 and 100 100 times now tell me which one of those do you want (laughs) which one of those do you think you should be I'll just take the fifteen. We all want to be the no. most, don't like we we. Sorry, I'm not putting you down there. What I mean is, we, we all think that the biggest is the best. But he doesn't say in there the biggest is best. It just says some will receive thirty of a harvest, others sixty, others a hundred. And that's the ones that hear it
1: and understand it and do exactly what it's re- yep. it requires. And some. You all want to be that. Yeah. We all want to be that. We all want to be the hundred. Yeah. Yes? Yeah, I think we do. Come on, Donnie. 100? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: 120. <laughs> Where am I?
1: 100? 100? Yeah, 110. Yeah, 110%. Oh, I'm giving 110%. 110%. Is that just an Australian thing or does a lot of other people say that as well? Yeah. 110%.
0: Impossible. But it's... it's um, Liar. We're all different. We're all different. <laughs> yes. So don't... Don't... Little things. Little things. Don't forsake <laughs> the little things. So if you're a... if you. Do this and I oh, only and got a little bit back. It didn't seem like that was a hundred times. That is not a sign of failure. No. That is just just a sign of what God is doing in your life. And 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 you see someone standing on stage and you think, oh, there are times hundred. Yeah. Well, you don't know that. No. <laughs> you don't know that at all. You just see me here for a little bit. Oh, I'm not even talking about me. Let's say Pastor Steve, right? Hey, why pick on me? <laughs> <laughs> We're all different. But what you said there about it being a journey through life, all this process, Yep. we look at each of them and think there's failure, 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 success. But what if it's all just a journey through life? Oh, bang. And what if it all takes Come on. time? Because sowing and reaping all takes time. Now, is time, oh, talk about storms of life. Yep. We think of time being a bad thing, don't we? Oh, no, time. Oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have good time, time, time. I wasted my time. Wasted time. I had a rest. I wasted my time. Does everyone have a positive view of time? Generally, it's a negative it's a negative one. Yeah. You know, I've I've mislaid it. I've misused it. But time was created by God as well. Yeah. So time glorifies God. It's a, Everything in creation yes. glorifies God. Yep. This is the day the Lord has made. And it says, don't be mocked. Yeah. You know, sowing will reproduce reaping. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap that same yeah. thing. Yeah. But it's just all time. It's all time. So if you're like, no, I want to be that 100 now. I want to be this now. I've got to be this. To. It's time. Just yeah. chew over it. Yep. Allow it to get into your life. This is a little thing, right? But it's a big thing. It is.
1: It's little but it's patient. huge. Patient. Being patient with it. Like we were singing that before, you know, I count the joy from every battle. Yep. Really? Do we really? Of like, course I do, yes. Do we really do that? yes. No, I don't. I, I hate some battles. It's just like, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, consider it pure joy. Consider it, this is James 1 verse 2. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces, see the, the, what faith produces, we think is the miracle. What fa- faith produces, we think is the big breakthrough, That the 100%. And if anything less than that, then it's little faith that hasn't done yeah. Yeah. what it's meant to do. But it's the season. Oh, I can oh. tell you now, when I was younger, I remember I remember saying to Carol, when I grow up, I want to be a philanthropist and you can be my philanthropoid. Because she was really good at administering things and doing stuff. I think I was 12 or 13 when I said this. You
0: can take my money and distribute it.
1: Yeah, you just take my money. I'll just sit back rolling yeah. around like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> and you just take my monies. Now, I can tell you now, if I had been successful when I was young, I would have blown it all. Just recently, there was a young guy who was in uni, and he, um, he won, I don't know how much money, it, it was, he won a Powerball or a lotto or something like that, and when they talk to him, he says, I'm retiring, and I'm going to look up. <laughs> He's retiring. <laughs> He's like 18 or 19 years old, and he says, I'm retiring and because he's won, I don't know, 30 or $90 million, it was an obscene amount of money. But he says, I'm retiring. I'm going to give it to my friends at school. I'm going to look after my family. Who knows? Because statistically, it shows that people that win lotto or these things, five years is all they get. Five years because they don't count the value. They don't consider it pure joy of how much that is worth not, not the value of it, but the worth of it. So when we value the word of God and we allow it to, we understand it. Because he doesn't understand wealth. He just understands lots and lots of money. <laughs> the dollars. Yeah, I'm retiring. What? Statistically, if you retire, men, we die really quick. I was talking to my dad the other day and I said, so how's retirement? And he goes, I haven't retired. I go, I know. Like he's busier now. Uncle Bruce is retired. No, he's not. I can't even get the guy. He came out one day and said, "Steve, what do you need doing around the house?" I said, "I need this done." It makes him (laughs) feel really bad. And he goes, "No worries, I get that." And he's off doing stuff for other people now. I love it. He's got this gift that he 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 just serves people and is so generous with his time. Don't ever retire. Don't ever plan for retirement because the word of God says we must continue to produce fruit. Our seasons change. And whatever season you're in at the moment, you might say, But I'm not even getting a harvest here. No, 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 no. You are. You're always reaping and you're always sowing. We're, we're reaping what we've sown and we're sowing as we reap. That's why we consider it pure joy because the, tri- the, the tri- facing trials of many kind because we know that the testing of our faith produces perseverance. This is what we need in our life. This is one of the fruits of the Spirit that no one else can get, perseverance. You know that the devil hasn't got perseverance because it's a fruit of the Spirit. He hasn't got patience. That's why it says resist him and he flees. He doesn't know what to do. He hasn't got the perseverance to just stay there and annoy you because when you start proclaiming the word of God and you start meditating on it, you start muttering it, you start growling it, you start roaring it in your life, he can't stay around that. Is that a little bit loud for you? Alana, I saw you, it shocked you a bit there. You must have a quiet home. Um, LAUGHTER <laughs> who are you talking to <laughs> no don't say don't say
0: <laughs> oh that's funny
1: allow the word to go deep into our life amen and you know what no matter what stage you're at you might say yeah yeah i've read this scripture i know this scripture so well jesus said there'll come a day when he'll, he'll say get away from me you who did things out of selfish ambition out of your own desires, out of your own fairness, what you think is fair. Get away from me. And he goes, but didn't we prophesy? Didn't we heal the sick? Didn't we cast out demons? Didn't we do all these things? And he goes, yeah, but you were never intimate with me. You were never, you did not know me. You didn't entwine yourself into me. I, I want that to entwine into me. I want the word of God to entwine itself into me. It judges our hearts, the intents of our heart, you know, it's told me so many times the Word of God when I'm just doing things for Stephen and I realise this is going to end up with nothing, this will be a zero fruit thing if Stephen does this, I want the 30, 60, 100, I want actually good fruit because it talks about, you know, right through there for those that are ever, ever hearing but never perceiving, Ever seeing but never understanding or the other way around. Um, I, I don't want to be one of those. Don't be one of those. Don't be one of those that you, you, you can re- recall the Word of God but you haven't allowed it to be intimately entwined into your life. And this is on a daily basis. Being fair with people around you actually means to be kind, be loving, be honouring. Because this, this is everything love is. We don't want fairness, we want love. The world's crying out for this at the moment. Great word, great word this morning. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the word spoken today that it'll go deep into our hearts, rich richly that we would absorb it we would allow your word to be entwined into our daily life that we wouldn't allow the snares of of wealth or or the or just allow things to bounce off us because we've heard it before and and we just think Nah, no that's not the answer but Lord I thank you you can speak through a donkey that you can speak through us you can speak through through a whisper Holy Spirit, I thank you for whispering to each one of us. I thank you for your counsel in our lives. We bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May He be with you as you go out and as you come in. May He may He turn His face towards you, lift up His face on you, may He shine on you, may He protect you in your going out and your coming in. May He be your go before you, be your rear guard, surround you, and may He fill you. Feel you and as Jesus said my peace I leave you thank you for your peace in our life and thank you for love just invading and pervading every aspect of our life oh thank you for your word father your word is true it is just it achieves everything that you send it to do may it produce fruit in our life in accordance with your will ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. And we all agree on this this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your word.
0: Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.